weeks ago, I touched on the importance of building our own personal community, the benefits of having people to share our goals, dreams, and struggles with. I shared a little bit of my own story, and today I'm hoping I can help you in yours. I'm Amy, and this is Roots Change, a Grow With Me podcast, episode nine. If you've been listening to me even just a little, you know how important people are to me. Personal connection is so much a part of our human experience, and for a very long time, I felt like I was basically doing it entirely wrong. I could be surrounded by many and feel completely lonely. Does that sound familiar? So often, I've heard people say that they can't make friends. It's too hard, they don't know how, they're too busy, or they have a family and just don't have time. But they say it in a way that leads me to believe they feel they're missing something. They're grieving what they don't think they have, maybe what they don't believe they deserve. That was definitely my hang-up. Some of us just prefer to spend most of our time alone. I'm not a therapist or a psychologist, and I really don't understand completely how human connection works. I only have my experience, and I crave connection. If you listen to episode four, you understand how the people we surround ourselves can actually influence our own personal growth. I hope after you listen to today's, you come up with some really good ideas and put some action towards building a personal community that's perfect for you. Because as with most things in our life, our friendships and relationships are not one size fits all. Not every person you connect with or come into contact with is going to be your person. I want you to find your people. And here's why. It supports who you're becoming. It will help you get there fast. People have the ability to build and nurture each other's own growth. It's actually quite wild how it works. If you're listening, I assume your own personal development, your growth is important to you because that's basically all I talk about. And yet so often we go through our own personal growth journey alone in the dark. If you have found your people and your relationships are thriving and you are well on your way to that life that you imagine for yourself, this conversation might not be for you. But if you crave relationships how I do, and you maybe don't have the ones that you want to yet, I'm about to provide you with a few tools to help you find your people. Starting with understanding where you're going. As a life coach, one of the very first things that I ask someone to do is to tell me about their dreams. If those dreams do not roll off your tongue without resistance, the next thing I would do is have you begin a process I call myself in 10, a personal vision exercise. And it usually does not take place in the course of just one week one call to action. And in the process of completing this exercise, you become crystal clear on how you wanna feel, behave, the type of life you want to pursue, and the people in it. People are so much of the life we're building, our relationships have more influence than most people are willing to accept. So before you worry about finding your friends, your people, your personal community, 
You've got to get clear on the person you are becoming. Not doing that could actually just get you more of the same. Basically, what I'm trying to say is you are who you surround yourself with. It's really, really hard to continue to rise, to continue to grow and up level when the people you surround yourself with aren't ready to up level with you. You can feel guilty for moving forward like you're leaving them behind. And that's not the case. We all have a different life to live and we all make our own choices. So you choosing to go after some big dream that they're not interested in is not a reflection on them. It just means that that relationship was meant for a season. So let go of any guilt that you might have, even when you imagine the types of people you want to spend your time with. When I first began to really envision the future that I wanted for myself, I realized that I had to let go of a lot of things that were holding me back. A lot of habits and behaviors that were keeping me stuck, that were keeping me from moving forward. And so as people change, so do our relationships. Depending on your own personal concept, this exercise can be hard, which is why (laughs) myself and 10 sometimes takes course over a few weeks. It's no different with building your personal community. You might right now lack personal connection. You might long for more meaningful friendships or just having more of them. But do you know what kind of friends and what kind of community you want to have? I would suggest when you're done listening to this that you get out your notepad and a pen and you write at the top of the page what I desire in personal connection or what I want in friendships or what I long for in personal community. However you need to phrase it, what I want for you is to brainstorm what types of people you want to be in community with. So here are a few questions that I ask my actual clients. I start with asking you to describe the different types of people you wished you engaged with often. And to be specific as possible, describing them as an actual friend. If that is difficult, I would have you reverse that. Sometimes it's easier to recognize what we don't want for ourselves or in our relationships than it is to understand really what we do. So if you can't get clear on what you do want, just write it down in reverse and brainstorm on what you don't want. By being clear and honest about what you don't want in friendships or community, your relationships, you will start to pick out the things that you do. It's basically just a little reverse engineering, but you'll get the same result. In the end, you're going to know the types of people you want to be in relationship with. And you're going to understand why. Relationships are an exchange of energy, a give and take. Maybe you have relationships with people that you really like and you enjoy spending time with, but when that time has come to an end, you're completely drained. Maybe that's not the right relationship for you. So a really good thing to do when it comes to building your personal community is to have boundaries to understand exactly what you will and won't accept and be prepared and willing to let go if you need to. Before you take action, which by the way is the next step, if you're not great at setting boundaries, this might be something you want to do ahead of time. In fact, I strongly suggest you do exactly that. Every relationship should have boundaries and a clear plan if those boundaries are crossed. 
not having clear boundaries in your relationships is actually self-sabotage, at least in my opinion. So let's assume you have them and you are ready to find your people. The first step of doing that is to drop any excuses that might be holding you back. Excuses will stop you from moving forward every single time until you decide to face them head on. So what kind of excuses might you be making when it comes to friendships? Right now, if you don't have the types of friendships, the types of community that you wish you had, why don't you? Ask yourself that. If you aren't currently in relationship with the types of people you wish that you were, what are a few contributing factors that you think are causing that to be? How are you being held back? What are the barriers? Once you locate those, those are probably going to be your excuses. For me, mine were, I'm not good at making friends. Women don't really like me. I have four kids and no time. All of those felt true. Some of them are. I do have four kids, but I do have time. I just did not choose to invest the time that I had in making new friendships. And you have to get honest about why you're making the excuses. So why are you telling yourself the things that you're telling yourself? What are you afraid of? That's that's where it's at. That's what's holding you back. That's what's keeping you from engaging with the people that you actually want to engage with. That's what's keeping you from the connection that you so deserve to have. And it's probably not even true. It's probably just some limiting beliefs or some poor mindset. Totally work throughable. That's not a word, but I just made it one. So when you're ready to stop using the excuses that you've been feeding yourself probably for years, brainstorm. Where do you think those people might be? Remember, don't give an excuse. You might already be thinking, well, it's like we're in a global pandemic. It's been over a year. Obviously, I can't find these people. Eh, wrong. Absolutely, you can. If you listen to episode four, you would know I made all my connections working from home in a community I wasn't familiar with. Yes, I did go out and meet them in person first, but I have made so many more connections now virtually. I can't wait to meet these people in person, but for now, it is what it is and it is so fulfilling. So where are your people? Once you know where your people are, what are you going to do to find them? Hmm, that's a good question. Brainstorm that. Create a plan and then every day take one action, one little action. It can be something as simple as scrolling on social media, seeing a post that resonates and having an opinion about it or like wanting to respond. Maybe you crack a smile. Well, follow up, do something, show this person some love, comment on their post. You see somebody in a grocery store and you like her coat, tell her. You, this is what you do. You know the types of people that you would want to be in relationship with. You have already figured out where they might be, where they're hanging out. Get involved. Basically, what I'm telling you is you just have to be proactive and open your mouth. 
even if and when it makes you feel really uncomfortable because it probably will. Making new friends is hard. I am not going to pretend that it's super easy. Some of us are really introverted and shy. Some of us have had a really, really hard past and we have a terrible self-belief system. So talking to people that we look up to or that we would inspire to be more like can feel very, very heavy. You have to be stronger than that feeling. You have to make a choice to be active and speak. It sounds simple enough, but I know it's not. And that is literally why I created the Roots Change Growth Community off of social media in our own space. I hope you join. Anyways, when you open your mouth and you start talking to the types of people you might want to be in relationship with, you're going to learn if in fact that is true. Not every person you meet is going to be your best friend. Not every person you come into contact with is even going to fit into your personal community, but you're never going to know if you're not being yourself. So be authentic. Show them who you are. You are amazing. You have quirks and unique characteristics that only you possess. And only when you are standing in your true authenticity will your people be called to you. So be yourself even when you are scared. And if you happen to attract the wrong person, give yourself permission to let them go. When you start casting out that line, you're going to catch some fish you didn't intend to catch. That's just the way life works. I mean, (laughs) look at all of our intimate relationships. There's not too many people that have spent their entire life with the first person they ever gave their heart to. Same thing goes with all relationships. So if you find that someone you've connected with isn't actually vibing on your level, Stop giving them your energy. It's okay. There is no shame. You can let somebody go gracefully. You do not have to be unkind to do the right things for yourself. As you continue to widen your circle and meet new people, understand that everybody has a different role. You have a role in their life that you fit. They have a role in yours. Try not to expect too much from one person. That's why having a small circle can actually work against you. The more people you know and are in community with, the more people you have to go to. Let's say, for instance, you love sailing. You are passionate about sailing. And let's say we meet and we connect. All of a sudden, we start building a relationship. Maybe we even become friends. Now, although I know you are passionate about sailing and you love it and I like to hear the conversations about it, I wouldn't be the person you go to when you're struggling in something regarding sailing. I wouldn't have the first clue how to help you. I couldn't even encourage you. I could just say, get back on that boat. But other than that, I got nothing. I'm excited because you're excited, but I can't talk to you about sailing because I don't know the first thing about it. I don't even want to go on your boat. Well, maybe. If you keep a very safe distance to the shore, I might go sailing with you. I think you get the point. I hope you get the point. I wouldn't talk to somebody who was not interested or passionate about 
spirituality because I know when I would go to them about that and they were disinterested that I would take it personally. So I have people in my life that I can talk to about spiritual things, even beyond my own faith. I enjoy learning from them. They possess knowledge that I have not even thought about before, and I am growing because they are in my life, and I hope the same for them. I hope the people that I'm in connection with are also being benefited by our relationship and that it's not an unfair exchange. We all have something to bring to the table, but one person does not have all the things. Have you ever hosted a holiday meal and invited a bunch of friends and family? Maybe people came to you and asked a very common question, what can I bring? Perhaps you've made the mistake that I have made and said, nothing, I got it, I got it, don't you worry. All I want you to do is bring yourself. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what a mistake that has been for me. What I did is put unnecessary pressure on myself, on one person. I might be really good at making two or three dishes, and I love to make them, but making all the dishes for all those people? No, thank you, ma'am. Lesson learned. It's the same when it comes to relationships. Expecting one person to connect with you on every level is actually pressure And the last thing we want to do with the people that we're in community with, the people we enjoy to spend time with, to exchange energy with, is to give them unnecessary pressure. Taking time to really get to know the people you're in community with is only going to benefit you. It'll help you understand what dish they can bring to the table. And then you don't have to expect just one person to do it all. So next time you're hosting a holiday dinner and people say, hey, what can I bring? You'll know who to assign what dish. Clearly, I'm hungry because I'm using a food analogy to describe (laughs) relationships. Relationships are complicated. There's so many different elements to them, but they are so fulfilling and so satisfying. It's part of who we are as human beings. And having the right ones in your life is transformational. So if you feel today that you don't have the right people in yours, take the steps to create them. You truly are in charge of your own life. You are the artist in this masterpiece that is being created. It's not always easy, but it is definitely worth it when you find the right ones. Roots change, and it happens with every choice we make. I hope this conversation served you in some type of way, and I hope that if you're not satisfied with the community that you have, that you take the steps that I've laid out. Your people are definitely out there, and they're probably just waiting for you to show up to the party. Until the next time, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are capable of anything.